0: Hello, I'm Neil Hughes Hutchings, Head of Health and Safety at After Athena Limited. I am back for another edition of my podcast. If you are unfamiliar with the format of my podcasts and blogs, then as a reminder, their purpose is to act as a starter topic for further discussion within your organisation, or to assist with improving compliance, or to allow workers to understand the specific topic being discussed. This month I'm going to discuss one of the quality statements under the key question of SAFE from the Care Quality Commission or CQC as it is often referred to. As a reminder, quality statements are the commitments that health and social providers should live up to. The quality statements are part of the CQC's new single assessment framework and were reintroduced as part of a phased approach from November 2023 until the end of March 2024. The CQC described the key question of SAFE as follows. Safety is a priority for everyone, and leaders embed a culture of openness and collaboration. People are always safe and protected from bullying, harassment, avoidable harm, neglect, abuse and discrimination. Their liberty is protected where this is in their best interests and in line with legislation. Within the key question of safe there are a number of new quality statements and today we will be looking at safe environments specifically. As a reminder this statement says that health and social providers will detect and control potential risks in the care environment. They will make sure that the equipment facilities and technology support the delivery of safe care. This is further set out in the Health and Social Care Act of 2008, Regulated Activities, Regulations 2014, Regulation 15, which covers premises and equipment. Many pieces of legislation will reference premises and equipment should be suitable for purpose and properly maintained. And so, in effect, this is ensuring that they are safe. I cannot cover everything in this short podcast but will provide some examples and considerations for you to think about. Firstly, I will start with the purchasing of new equipment. Do you undertake a risk assessment prior to the equipment being procured? This should consider the minimum specification of the equipment required and the impact it may have upon the activity or processes it is being used for and whether it will affect any other processes or activities. The risk assessment should be proportionate to the risk. This documentation will help to evidence and support that you have considered the risk from equipment and that there is a procurement process in place for new equipment. In addition, you have a duty to ensure that work equipment is maintained and in good condition. So do you have suitable arrangements in place for planned preventative maintenance and routine servicing? In relation to both equipment and premises, including grounds, suitable and sufficient risk assessments should be in place. When we talk about premises, this can include Electrical safety Does your electrical system undergo fixed wiring inspections at the recommended intervals? Do you have an electrical installation condition report or EICR as evidence of its condition? Do you have a suitable testing and inspection regime in place for portable appliances? Gas safety Do your gas appliances and gas fixed heating systems undergo an inspection by a gas safe registered competent engineer at the required intervals? Fire safety. Do you have a suitable and sufficient fire risk assessment for the premises that is still valid and is regularly reviewed? Water hygiene and Legionella. Have you made an assessment of the risks posed by Legionella? Is there a written scheme of control in place and is this acted upon? Asbestos have you identified if occupants may be exposed to the risks from asbestos have you identified locations of asbestos and are these detailed in a register along with its condition do you have an asbestos management plan in place for the ongoing management of asbestos risks lifting equipment does lifting equipment such as slings hoists passenger lifts for example undergo a thorough examination at its required interval And do you have records to evidence this? What I have just discussed is not exhaustive, and there are many other considerations for your premises that I may not have mentioned. Premises and equipment must be kept in good working order. Equipment must be stored, used and maintained in accordance with the manufacturer's instructions. Therefore, policies and procedures should be in place for the safe use and storage of equipment, and staff who use the equipment should undergo training. The training should be documented so that there is evidence that it has been undertaken. You may notice that an important trend throughout my podcast is the word evidence. Have you got evidence to prove that equipment is fit for use, safe and in good condition? Have you got evidence that your premises is safe? Evidence can be gathered in a variety of ways, such as observation how effective policies and procedures are by looking at data sources such as incident data and lessons learnt from any incident investigations, chatting with staff and also seeing physical documentation or certificates for premises and equipment. I hope you have found this useful to start a further conversation within your organisation on the key question of safe and specifically the quality statement of safe environments. I thank you for listening and goodbye.